Hey there, welcome to the It's All Details podcast, where we point each other back to Jesus in the midst of the chaos in our wild world. Thanks for joining me. I'm your podcast host, Kelsey, and I can't wait to do life with you. Together, we're going to chat about all things Jesus and all things life, including the ups and downs in friendships, work, dating, faith, and we're going to keep Jesus at the center of it all. I'm genuinely so grateful you are joining me today. And wow, does it feel good to read that intro. Today is December 31st, and I told myself that I would put out 15 episodes this year, and guys, this is episode 15. Welcome. Better late than never. (laughs) Um, Yeah, life's been busy with the holidays and Christmas and everything, and it's been so good. It's been the best season. Um, But yeah, I'm also just really glad to be back here with you. I thought that it would just be nice to end the year with one small devotional. I just prayed before I hit record and I was like, God, whatever you want to do with this, just just do it. It's cool. Um, so I'm excited about this. I'm hoping to keep it short for you as it is literally New Year's Eve. We're wrapping up the year. I'm sure you have fun plans. Um, and if you don't, I hope that I'm like joining you in the midst of your super chill night uh, or whatever you're doing for New Year's Eve. So yeah. Uh, before we get into a little Devo though, I did want to just encourage you to reflect on the last year. As I was thinking about this podcast, I was thinking about like, oh, what do I want to do? Do I want to do a Devo? Do I, do I want to do a reflection thing and walk people through that? Um, and I think a Devo feels really good to wrap up the year because that's kind of where we started the podcast this year. But there is something to be said for reflecting on your past year, looking at your January, your February, your March, your April, your May, and so on and so on, and asking yourself, what prayers has God answered? Where has God taken you? What are you most grateful for this year? What, where is the good, the joy, the peace, the love in each of those months? Um, and how much have you grown? And just how like take a second to be proud of yourself and know that God is so proud of you. And so I just want to encourage you. I think, um, if not later today, tomorrow, I'm going to do that of just journaling. Like this is where we were in January. Just as a reminder, everyone last year in January, I was crying on my couch with Jesus. It was rough. (laughs) Um, I think we've talked about that enough, but it's just like funny to think about how God was in that. He was so in that. He was so there. It was so beautiful. And um, yeah, now I'm just excited uh, for the year ahead. And so I think it's good to look back on the past year. I have tears in my eyes, guys. Look back on the past year and just remember um, how God has shown up for you because he is showing up for you. And I promise that if you just look, you'll kind of see that. So uh, this devotional that I wanted to do today is basically going where you're called. Um, Lately, I have realized that I've really followed some calls in my life. And I don't know that I was necessarily doing it in the moment uh, in the previous couple years. But I would say this like late summer into fall into right now, I am realizing like, wow, God, you are calling me and I am going where I'm called. And I think it's taken some time to realize that. So we're going to look at like, how do you go where you're called? Where, how do you know where you're called? All of those things. Um, 
but I'm just realizing like how good God has been in calling me into the next thing and things are just aligning and making sense. And so I'm praying the same for you as you're on your own faith journey that God would continue to show up in your life and nudge you into things. And you might not know what's happening now and you might know it wasn't happening. It was happening six months ago and you might not have known it. Um, but there's just so much good to be had. And so I'm just really excited about that, about looking into where we are called. So how do we do that? How do we know where am I called? And when I think about this question, there's no like automatic, God's not going to like have this booming voice probably come down on you. If, if that happens to you, please tell me that'd be so cool. Um, but there's probably not going to be that. And it's probably not going to be like the most direct thing that you're like, Oh, this is my calling right now. Like there's just probably not going to be those moments. And if there are, that's so cool. But I just want to like set the tone that it's probably not going to be the most clear thing. But I think if we take time to reflect on our um, years, where we're at in life now, where we would like to be, I think that there's something to be said for ultimately knowing deep down what you really need to be doing. And I say that because this summer, I think I knew that I was hitting like a, maybe just a wall of like, oh guys, can you hear Finn squeaking that toy? I'm so sorry if you can, but alas, he's entertained. So I think we should let him do it. (laughs) Um, I think this summer I was hitting a wall of like, I know that I need to be doing more. I, I know that I need to be growing. I know that I need to be challenging myself a little bit more and I really felt that like I, I knew it and I think it just took me some time to kind of um, really just to be obedient to where God was calling me. I think where God was calling me in that time was a season of singleness. I've talked about this on the podcast. There's some episodes if you want to listen to those, um, but I think God was calling me into a season of healing and a season of singleness and a season of, oh, I sound so Christian-y right now. Oh, it's just a season. <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. That's just what it's called. (laughs) Um, but that season that I was in, it was just like, I could feel the meh. I could tell that I was growing and that I was getting better at like some relational skills and some maturity. And I could easily point out like where I was, you know, the fall of 2022 to like the summer of 2023, like there was growth. And I was very aware of that. Um, but there just was something that like, I was like, no, there's, there's more, like I can be challenging myself more in my prayer life and seeking out more of the gifts God has given me. I can be loving people better, but I knew that if I was going to do those things and if I ultimately wanted to have a healthy relationship, if I ultimately wanted to have a healthy family with healthy kids and a healthy household, and I mean like emotional, spiritual maturity, health, um, that I needed to do this work. And so the work that I decided to do was I decided to um, go to a healing prayer night at Hope and get some prayer for it. And um, that became abundantly clear that I needed to talk to someone to get in contact with a Christian counselor. For me, I had a counselor. She was phenomenal, but she didn't bring faith into her practice. And I just was at a point where I was like, if I'm going all in on Jesus, why does my counseling not align with that? You know, like it was kind of like, if this is my whole life, if Jesus, Jesus, if you are the center of my whole life 
and I want all of the glory to go to you and I want all of the honor to go to you, then why would I not also focus on you when I'm in therapy? And so that was just part of the, um, part of the season I was in and the part of the like steps that I needed to take. So I met with someone on staff at the church that I work at, Hope in West Des Moines, Iowa. It's a great church. If you're listening and you're not from Iowa, go check it out. Uh, we're online. And then I basically like, she gave me this list of counselors and kind of was like, "Mm, this one is standing out to me. And I think I took that as a nudge of like, okay, this is the one I should reach out to first. And she said like, you know, pray on it, see who you want um, and who stands out to you. But I was like, nope, I think this, I think this feels really right. So I connected to that counselor and you guys like that, that step was so hard and deep down I knew I needed to face it. Like I knew, I knew I needed to go in to therapy being incredibly honest and not hiding anything anymore and just being like, this is what I, this is what I need help with. And can you help me? And can you bring God into it with us? Um, and so when you're looking into your calling and what that might be for me in that season, it was just a calling of focusing on myself and healing. And I think if you are interested in following what God has called you into, I think deep down you already know what you need to be doing. I think you already know deep in your heart where you want to go and what your heart's desires are. And there is a step that you can take. And I truly believe that you know that. And if you are feeling maybe overwhelmed by that or in denial about that, maybe like sensing some denial, I would just encourage you to just pray on it and be in a little bit of silence and solitude about it. Because I think when we ultimately give ourselves the time and the space to sit with God and be like, man, what's up? Where are we going? What are we doing next? I think he will reveal that to you. And I think you also know, um, I think he's nudging you into that. And you also know what you, what you're called to and what you need to be doing to get to that place that you feel called Also, God wants to fulfill the desires of your heart. So like for me, it's like, okay, I really want a healthy family. I think God put that desire in me and I think he also wants to fulfill that. And so whatever that looks like for you, like if you have this strong desire, don't ignore that. You can listen to that. Um, And so you, you probably know deep down what you need to be doing and what the next step is. And the question then becomes, do you want to be obedient to that? And I'm just going to stop there because the word obedient is one that I've never really used until now Um, because I hated even growing up when I like barely knew anything about God and Jesus and I was just reading the Bible for funsies at 15. I hated the idea of fearing God. I hated the idea of being obedient. It didn't sound loving and good. It sounded like, oh, I have to do what you say. And it comes out of this place of like, giving something up maybe um or like less than it comes from a place of less than but being obedient to God is actually really honoring to him and it's taken me this long in my faith journey to like to get there to that point so I think if you are experiencing that that's okay the idea of being obedient can be tricky um the idea of fearing God can be tricky and it's one that I still wrestle with often but I think ultimately when we think about it we're just looking at what honors God and what brings me more into the person God has created me to be I think that's where a lot of obedience comes from is like God I'm here on this earth you've put me here for a purpose 
what is that purpose? How can I grow more into the person you created me to be? And how can I be obedient in my faith walk with you? Um, Because ultimately, if you're not being obedient, what you're really doing is putting your own story on hold. And I think about really how long I was putting my own story on hold. If we're being honest, like years, years in therapy where I never talked about this thing that I needed to get out. And so it's just interesting because it's like the second I opened up the door and was like, okay, God, I'm going to stop shoving it under the rug. I'm going to just let it, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to talk to someone. I'm going to get help. I'm going to seek, um, your healing and your love and your peace about this. I'm going to stop just looking at my past and being like, Oh, putting that in a box. No, I'm going to, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to accept it for what it is. And I'm going to say, okay, that's part of what made me, me. And I'm going to move forward. At, At least that's what that looked like for me. Right. But like it was years of just this ridiculous. It wasn't ridiculous. I was doing my thing. You know, I give myself grace for that. But it was years of like just sitting on it. And all I needed to do was like look at it instead of shoving it under a rug. I knew what I needed to be doing, but I wasn't being obedient. And I also don't know that I was ready yet. Um, I think God called me into it further when I was ready. But I felt that nudge from him. I felt that like, how do we... How do we move forward into this? What do I need to do? God kept bringing this thing up in my life over and over and over. And it kept circling through my mind. And I was like, okay, okay, fine. We're going to, we're going to deal with it. And I truly believe that if you're not being obedient to that call, if there's something like that for you in your life, if there's something that you're thinking of right now, as I'm explaining this kind of situation, maybe that's a good nudge to just look into it a little bit more, a good nudge to just pray into it a little bit more. Because ultimately, if you're not saying yes to God, you're just putting your own story on hold. So give yourself that grace. Um, Do it in your time. God is really patient and really loving. And he's a gentleman and he's not going to push you into anything you don't want to do. But if there's something in your life where you're feeling like, I think it's time. I think it's time that I do that thing then I think it's okay to trust in God and to surrender it to him and say, here you go, man, you can have this. We're going to do it. We're going to walk through the thing. We're going to go through this season. I'm not sure that it's going to be easy. I'm not sure that it's going to be rainbows and butterflies, but I am here and I'm with you. And because you're God and because you're good, I trust you and I will be patient and I will wait on you, Lord, and I will give it to you. I will give you all the glory. I will give you all the praise and I will walk with you in this. Like there's just that like moment of surrender and it's really beautiful. And I think God loves when we do that. And when we um, lay down our lives, when we die, when we die to ourselves, ultimately for his kingdom and to become more like who he created us to be. We leave our old selves in the past and we have a new life waiting for us. And I was thinking about this a lot on my drive home from my parents for something that I'm feeling called into, into this new year and this new season. And the, the story that came up in my mind, and I just want to wrap up with this is the story of David and Goliath. And I, um, it's not like 
any crazy connection for me, except for the fact that in this thing that I currently feel called to and whatever you might feel called to, there's this moment maybe of just feeling really small, of being like, there is this giant ahead of me. There's this thing that I'm facing, I'm being called into, I'm staring at it in the face. It's a brick wall, I can't move. And you might feel really small, like Goliath, not like Goliath, like David. And I think oftentimes when we look at these characters in the Bible, no matter what God is calling them to, um, it's just these moments of being like, really God, me? Like, are you sure? Because I don't know that I can do this. And that's the enemy. That's the enemy next to you saying, are you sure you can do this? Are you sure you can handle it? You're kind of small right now. Like, but it's so, um, it's so human of us too to like think that and to have those thoughts and emotions. But then it's important to look back on what we are called into and to say, no, I am God's child. I'm called into this. I might feel small right now, but I know that this is for the glory of God and that this is where I'm supposed to be going. And I have faith in that. And I think God's choice of David and God's choice of you and whatever he's calling you into is not based on your status, your capability. It's not based on what you have done, can do, will do, um, how much money you have, what your family's like, uh, your relationship status. It is not based on any of those things. Whatever God has called you to, he has called you to it because you are you and he has called you to it because you have a radical faith. And so it's really, it's really beautiful to think about putting on that that armor of God and having that radical faith and saying, okay, Lord, send me. Here I am. Send me. I'm going on this mission for you, Lord. Send me. Um, and just obeying that call that he has placed on your life. It's not based on anything you you do, have done, can do. It is just because you are his chosen child and he loves you so much and he wants to see you become the best version of you. Um, just the most beautiful, wonderful version of you that he has called you into. And I truly think that all of us have this version of ourselves that he has called us to, that we just, we're continually, continuously like on this journey and we're never going to probably reach that person fully until we're, until we're in heaven, until we're face to face with Jesus. But I think that there's so much to be said about continuing to grow and how healthy that is to continue to heal and grow and heal and grow and um, follow that path that God has for us. And so I wanted to just read this uh, excerpt out of my Bible really quickly from the story of David and Goliath. If you want to read that story also, I don't want this to get too long, but if you want to read it, um, you can go to first Samuel and it's in there. Um, But this is just like an excerpt out of my Bible. It's not actual scripture. But it says, David was a shepherd boy and the youngest son of Jesse. When Samuel was told to anoint one of Jesse's sons to be the future king, David wasn't even presented as an option. But God knew David was his man. David made his debut on a battlefield battlefield facing a giant warrior with only a sling and a few stones. He trusted God to rescue Israel. And his faith conquered the enemy. David's career as a shepherd prepared him to lead God's to lead God's people as the greatest Israelite king who ever lived. Because of David's obedience and desire for God, God promised him that one of his descendants would sit on the throne forever. David wrote many psalms based on the highs and the lows he experienced in his life. 
He was not perfect by any means, but he lived for God every day. Even when he messed up, he humbled himself and was forgiven by God. God honors those who live for him. And I just want to think about that for you and your life. And maybe put your name wherever I've said David of just like your career as a shepherd or whatever you're doing now in life is preparing you to lead God's people. How cool is that? Uh, David was not perfect by any means, but he lived for God every day. What if that was you? What if, what if that is you? Even when David messed up, he humbled himself and was forgiven by God. What if we lived that way? That when we messed up, we just said, you know what, God, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Move forward with me. God honors those who live for him. What if that was you? What if that was you heading into 2024, honoring God, going to where he has called you, and ultimately just saying yes, saying send me, and having having a more crazy radical faith? Um, how cool would that be? So I just want to encourage you to just pray into this for the new year. Pray into what you feel like you might be called to. This is not... Um, I hope this episode comes across as like a loving push and a nudge, not a like, you must go on the mission trip now <laughs> thing. Because that's the last thing I want. I want you to do what feels good to you, what feels um, God honoring to you. Remember that God is a gentleman. He's not going to push you into anything you're not ready for yet. Um, but in my case, he did nudge me along the right path to bring honor to his name. How cool is that? And I think God wants to do the same for you. So just listen to those nudges, um, keep the faith, and continue loving people. And as we wrap up, I just want to read this um, as we head into the new year, because I think it's a great verse to remember as you might be taking on a new challenge, might be going through a new calling, um, or maybe you're just having a hard time as we're wrapping up the year and the cold winter months. So this is Isaiah 43 two. You probably know it. Um, it says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. That's Isaiah 43 too. It's a good verse to cling to as you head into the new year. The other thing that I wanted to encourage you to check out after we have now gone through this little Devo is, um, the song, send me. There are lyrics in it like, uh, if the truth cuts like an arrow, I will say it anyway. Here I am, Lord, send me. If it means that they'll reject me, Lord, I will still obey. Here I am, Lord, send me. So if you're in your season and maybe you're feeling like, okay, I know what I'm called to, but I'm scared. I know what I'm called to, but this is going to be hard. I really encourage you to listen to that song. That's a beautiful song um, as you are looking to be more obedient to God in this new year. All right, friends, let's pray and wrap this up. Hey, God, Lord, thank you so much for the people listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for the year behind us that you have blessed us with. God, we thank you so much for the way that you have moved in every single day, every single week, every single month, and just this year as a whole. God, it has been such a gift to continue to do this life with you. And even if we're looking back on this year, and we're feeling like, man, I didn't do much this year, or man, I just, I'm feeling stuck now, or 
man, this, this was a tough year. God, I just want, um, I just pray that you would remind the people that are listening to my voice that you are a good God and you are proud of them for being right where they're at and you're with them right where they're at. And that Lord, there is, there's victory because we have you and because you are so good and so loving and so kind and God, you sent your son into this world as a little baby in a manger to change us, to change this world, to be victorious. Lord, this baby in a manger grew up to teach us how to love. And then he went to a cross and died for our sins and paid the ultimate price just because of how much you loved us, God. You loved us so much. You came into this world for us. And I just can't thank you enough for that. And Lord, I just pray that as we head into this new year, we would remember that. We would remember that you are with us. And God, I just want to create just a little bit of space right now for anyone who's um, contemplating what their calling might be for this new season, for this new year, maybe just their overall purpose in their life. God, whatever they're looking for, I just want to, I just want to let them have some time in their hearts now to just pray to you silently. So God, we give you this time. God, we thank you so much for going with us. And Lord, we trust you. We trust you, Jesus. We know you are good. We know you are faithful. And so we just ask for the fruits of the Spirit to just wash over us now. And Lord, that you would help us to go where we are called. Here we are, Lord. Send us. Let us honor you. Let us become who you've called us to be. And we pray this all in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, guys. Okay, peace and joy. I'll see you in the new year.